I'm Red Robinson, and these are the Legends of Rock. Here, Smokey Robinson recalls a memorable meeting with Ray Charles. The very first professional date that I ever played in my life was at the Apollo Theater in New York, and we were on the Ray Charles show, The Miracles. And when we got to New York that morning for the rehearsal prior to the show starting, we didn't have formal arrangements, you know. Right. And uh, so we got there, and Ray Charles wasn't there yet, but however, his band was there because they were going to play for everybody on the show and the manager of the, the Apollo Theater. And everybody was livid because we didn't have arrangements and they said we didn't know what we were doing, we were unprofessional and so on. So of course we were, we were <laughs> only like 17, we didn't know the first date. Uh. So Ray comes in, he said, what's going on? They told him what was happening. He says, anybody in the group who knows the songs? I said, yes, I know the songs. He said, uh, okay, come to the piano. He said, can you play them? I said, yes, I can play them, you know, so I started playing them. He said, move over. He sat down on the piano. He said, I want you to sing it while I play it. He starts playing a song, I start singing. He says, okay, trombones, <laughs> write this down. Ba, 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 ba. They wrote that down. Trumpets, play da, 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 da. They wrote that down. Saxophones, I want you to play ooh, ba, 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 ba. Did a whole arrangement on our songs right there at the rehearsal hall that morning. He's been my man ever since. I mean, oh, that we was love wonderful. And, and, and he deserves the title of the genius. It's not just a... Absolutely. You know, everybody looks up to him, Smokey, and they look up to you, too. You know, I watched the... I don't know how many times I've watched the uh, 25 years of uh, the Motown uh, uh, get-together. I don't want to call it revival because revival sounded like something died. It never did. <laughs> die. And it's all reunion, I think is the right word. And also uh, the Apollo. And one thing I noticed in looking at those shows, and you must be flattered by this, all your peers are there and there's some special place for Smokey Robinson because I guess your early roots with Motown, what you've done not only as a, a singer but a songwriter and arranger, how did you feel about that outpouring you got that night? I, I, it really makes me feel good. I feel very good about that. I feel very good about my life with Motown. I feel very blessed because I've gotten a chance to live my life doing something that I absolutely love. And um, it makes whatever the hard part of it is much easier. I think that when a person gets a chance to live their life and they're doing daily something that they absolutely love doing, then it's a blessing. And very few people get a chance to live that. And I feel very fortunate that I have. And you were in the right place at the right time no with the right about talent. It. No question I booked in for a telethon we hold here last year. I booked in a lady that I've been so fond of for so many years. She's so shy when I met her, I couldn't believe it. Mary Wells. Now, you had a great experience with Mary Wells, one of yes. the first Motown hits. Was it not my guy? No, that was... Uh, uh, one of the first. Yeah, it was one of the first hits, but Mary Wells was uh, my first female artist that I had free reign with, oh. you know? And uh, I love Mary. I see her a lot of times now, you know, and uh, we talk about the old days. In fact, at one point we had talked about even getting together doing some new stuff. But uh, it was really wonderful working with her. And she, um, she was um, always kind of an inward kind of person, you know. But in the studio, oh. she's out, you know what yeah. I'm saying? She comes right out, and uh, it was great fun working with her. But wasn't, your, wasn't Shop Around really the first one that started? Did I get a little confused there? Was Shop Around with the, you and the Miracles? Wasn't that the first? Yes, it was. It was the very first one that got the ball rolling, really, for the Miracles and, of course, for Motown. Um, we had had other records out at Motown before that time, 
And the very first national release was the record that we had just before then as the Miracles. We had a record called Way Over There, which was the very first national release ever on Motown because prior to that time, Barry would record the records on, our, on us and on our other artists. And um, when they became too big for Motown to handle because we were only set up locally and in, in through a few townships outside of Detroit. Right. Um, then he would always have to end up leasing the master rights to other record companies that were national. Yeah. And so we never really got paid for those records properly. Right. And so he said, hey, why don't we just, you know, one day I went to him and I said, we got this record way over there and it's really breaking big in the local area. Why don't we just release it nationally just to see what happens? And, you know, because no one else is paying us anyway. <laughs> and we did, and it kind of started the ball rolling, and then we came back with Shop Around, which was, you know, the, the blaster. And oh, yeah. it made things happen. Yeah. But, you know, one thing about Barry Gordy, you know, not to get into any politics or anything, the good, the bad. To me, it's all good because the man, uh, under tremendous pressure uh, in the black community in those days, to get a business going and be a black man was, was pretty difficult and he broke a lot of barriers down, didn't he? Absolutely, absolutely, no question about it. I mean, many, many, many barriers, you know. I think that, you know, I, I really, um, in a sense, put him in the same type of category with a guy like Martin Luther King. Yes. Just, it was a different area, but it was the same thing because of the fact that Martin Luther King went around and physically um, talk to people of all races saying, hey, we should, you know, get together as brothers and sisters. And he did a lot of sit-ins and so on and so forth, which broke down racial barriers or which were forced things, you know, that made racial barriers fall. But Barry Gordy, by being the man that he is and starting Motown Records and being behind the scenes, broke down so many racial barriers oh. through music and through love until he's in that same category as far as I'm concerned. I agree with you, 100%. Yeah. I started playing rock and roll in this country, the first one ever to do it, in 1954. Uh. And I was playing things by Wynoni Harris and Lloyd Price, and I faced a lot of that. Uh, you know, what are you doing playing this kind of music? And I'm sure you do. You, sure, because uh, people, you know, there were a lot of uh, uh, racist things going on. There still are, as we all know. But I think that the music cut all that away. It, yes. That generation that grew up then said, we're not going to follow that old Absolutely. junk. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, we're talked about the past there with Motown. I mean, we could go through for hours, you and I, talking about all of the acts that came out of there, the Temptations and the Supremes and everything. It is a part of uh, musical history forever, and you're part of that, uh, Smokey. But how about Smokey Robinson today? What's happening? Smoke Signals is an album <laughs> you've got out. Yeah, that's my latest album. and. Um, Today, I'm still really enjoying my life, perhaps now more than ever, because of the fact that the, the, the grind of it is not the same. I mean, back in the early days when we were talking about, uh, you know, the Miracles and that thing like that, being with a group like the Miracles, whereas we all grew up together and we're all like brothers and you're close to everybody's family. It's like we're all big, one big family in that thing. I felt very obligated to be on the road 95% of the time because that was the basic income for the other guys in the group. And uh, rather than them waiting for every six months to get record royalties and that thing, that was their basic income. And when we were off in Detroit, 
I was a vice president of Motown Records, so I had money coming in from that, and I was also, you know, in the studio with other people like Mary Wells yeah. and people like that. So I had some other side income coming in, whereas that was their basic income, so it kept me gone most of the time. Now, my son, who was just in here, he just turned 18 years old, he was born in 1968, and my daughter was born in 1970. And when my kids were born, it changed my whole outlook about the thing because I did not want to be gone all the time right. like that. I didn't want to be gone 95% of the time. I wanted to know my kids and have them know me. So therefore, I left the group. And uh, I was like just being a vice president for about three years there, and that drove me totally up the wall, you know, mm. because my first love is show business. You're a performer. So, and when I finally got back into this and I could do it, freely, you know, like I could say, okay, I don't want to go out for five months and be at home and that thing and not worry about, well, I'm keeping the income out of these people and, you know, it's a wonderful thing. It is absolutely a marvelous thing and it's a wonderful life and um, I enjoy it so much. I really am having a great time, like I said, a better time than ever and I'm loving what I'm doing and uh, even in the studio I mean it's a, there's another kind of joy happening in my life right now a joy that I've never ever known and um, it's well, great. You're extending yourself, you're reaching out and trying different things I think that's wonderful because so many people not a lot but there are some who kind of sit on the laurels where you're taking the risk of experimenting and I, I admire that I think a lot of people in the business do. Well, I don't ever want to just sit around and do nothing. You know, I, I just, uh, I just, I think that that would, I, in, in other words, I tried that. I tried that when I, not necessarily doing nothing, but um, I tried being inactive when I left the Miracles. Like I said, for three years I was there and my job uh, was originally my office at uh, Motown as a vice president. When I was made vice president in 1963, it was to induct new talent into the company and all the talent that came in through the 60s was signed in through my office and so on and so forth. When I retired from the Miracles in 1972 and we, we had moved the, the, uh, the basic operation from Motown to Los Angeles at yeah. that time, when I went to live in Los Angeles, Barry told me, he said, look, he said, I've, you and I are best friends and I've known you forever and ever, so I want you to, your office is gonna now be the financial depot. And what happened was, all the incoming checks that we had for people paying for things with the exception of record sales came through my office. All the outgoing checks, including the payroll checks, I had to sign them and review what, who we were paying and why we were paying them this instead of that and so on and so forth and signing the payroll checks. And when, when I first started that job, my signature was elongated. I would write my name, William. Robinson, <laughs> Jr. You should see my signature now. I mean, it's, it's a scribble. But by the time you've signed a thousand checks, man, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, that, um, that was really like uh, uh, some sort of demise for me, yeah. trying that. So I don't ever want to try that again. People <laughs> say, well, you're going to retire again? Not till they put me under. <laughs> you know what it is? You were, the business side is what you were doing. But the creative side was screaming to allow you to create again. Isn't that right? Absolutely. Right. Smokey, nice talking to you. Uh, and uh, what can I say except God bless and have a further great career because we lo love the music and enjoy you. Well, thank, thank you so you much. Well, thank you very much. Thank, thank you, you for this, too. Got legends? We do. RedRobinson.com.